What's up, everybody? This is Phil Rogacki. And I'm Jared Abergina. You're listening to Two Tree Guys Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is Phil Rogacki. Uh, not joined today with me uh, is Jared Abergina, but he's out there somewhere uh, representing. But hey, welcome to the show, Two Tree Guys. Uh, if this is your first time ever tuning in and uh, hearing the show, um, let me tell you a little bit about it. Two good friends got together, wanted to talk about tree work uh, and have some awesome in, uh, uh, individuals that come into the studio uh, and get to hear their story. And we have different segments in Two Tree Guys. We have our one, our What's Your Story, where we travel around to different trade shows and talk about uh, different individual stories of climbers, equipment operators, people that are in our industry and hearing their story. And then two, we have our marketing and sales part of our show called Mic Drop that you guys can tune in and listen to. And then we have our full episode, which is this today, uh, where they come into the studio. Normally, it's surrounded by a bunch of ice cold beers, but since it's middle of the day, um, you know, I would, uh, if we started drinking right now on a Monday, I would think we have some problems. So we're not drinking today, but, uh, in the future we'll, we'll make sure we catch a beer with these guys. But, uh, the show doesn't cost anything guys to listen to it. You don't have a bunch of these boring ass commercials that you have to listen to that we force you, uh, so we can make some money at it. Uh, but what we do ask you is if you like the show, you loved it, share it with somebody, share it today, put it on your page, tell people to tune in the more viewers and more people we get watching us. Uh, encourages us to do more um, for the show. So I appreciate everybody taking the time and listening in. Uh, but we got two gentlemen here with us today. We got Clogger Pete and Phil Rogers from Clogger. Welcome, guys. Thank you very much. Thank you. Is this your guys' first time on a podcast? Yes, I'm terrified. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering why you keep moving back and forth. Yeah, I was like, oh, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> no, no one's gonna pop out of a cake or come through the curtains this is just <laughs> a few tree guys getting together and talking about the industry hearing your guys's story um because we we see your guys's faces at every single trade show uh <laughs> and see you online um you guys you know representing clogger and building an awesome product out there but you guys are here santa rosa california we get to hear your story we get to hear about your company uh and I know Clogger Pete's excited to talk about the industry and the ups and downs and goods and bads. And oh, yeah. I'm sure there's some things you're holding uh, back here uh, that you're willing to tell the entire world. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because the things you say today is forever. <laughs> they never disappear. Bring it on. I've learned that the first few episodes <laughs> <laughs> for that. So so let's, let's jump right into this. Um, Tell us about you, you, you guys, and, and and talk about a little bit about your company. Who wants right. to go first? Oh, you kick off, Phil. Yeah, sure. Well, I'm, I'm uh, Phil. Uh, so um, Phil Rogers. Uh, I'm uh, uh, director of sales and marketing for Clogger. So um, Clogger is a New Zealand company um, based at the bottom of New Zealand. Some would say the bottom of the world or the end of the world. It's been called. Mick Jagger called it something not very pleasant. I think um, when he went there, he wasn't that impressed. Was uh, starts with A anyway, but um, hey, wait, what what is it? What an A? A hole of oh, uh, yeah, I a, think a, a what? Yeah, there's a an asshole. Uh, yeah, I don't want to asshole. say that. Yeah, you I can say whatever you oh, want. Okay, on I don't show. Yeah. We'll get the beep out later on. <laughs> no, yeah, no, yeah. There, there's yeah, no yeah. beeping. It's just whatever you guys say, it sticks. Yeah, yeah. So the it's asshole a, of the world. Yeah, okay? yeah, that's why he was a bit angry. I think I know something about the 
bars are like closing at six or something. But um, okay, that, yeah, yeah, that, that's yeah, that's not right. Yeah, but but it actually, actually, a real beautiful city actually. Um, down at the um, and it's it is um it's scenic and uh, just across from Rakiura, which is uh, Stewart Island, which is a um amazing island off the bottom of New Zealand with I think something like four hundred residents, but a massive uh, park and. Uh, and not far from Queenstown and um, the Catlins, which is another gorgeous coastal area. So really, really nice part of the world. Um, we just uh, moved into a, a, fa- a new factory, which so we're all in one building now. And uh-huh. uh, so we're ready to ramp things up. Um, the company, I think, was founded in 94 um, by uh, Lincoln Smith. Um, and uh, what he's, he's basically all about improvement, uh, constant improvement. The whole company is. Um, so uh, he figured out the chainsaw protection and then wanted to make it better and better and better. And... Uh, because it does make a big difference to people's lives. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if you ever, if you're hot and it's hot and humid, and you're having a tough day at work uh, with, due to that, or even heat illness, so even sickness coming out of it, um, that's not good. And it doesn't just impact your work day, but it also impacts your family and the way you can interact with people. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, we're we're all about trying to improve. So, if things aren't working for you with our products, then tell us. Uh, we make everything ourselves in New Zealand. So, we if, you, if we need to change something, we can do it within. You know, hours. <laughs> good. Sometimes, good. Uh, I won't, good. won't overstate what RT people can do, but that, but pretty quick. Anyway, nice. So, uh, so that's um, that's what we're all about. I think our zeros are probably our most famous product, but um, zero pants and the chaps. And um, so, but um, but we yeah we do a range of uh, we try to cover every extreme, make yeah. make life better. So gotcha. I, I heard you're not even a New Zealander; you're a Rhode Islander. Oh no, no! Actually, I'm from New Zealand, but lived uh, 18 years in Rhode Island. Yes, okay. so I've got a pretty good handle on how uh, right. at least Rhode Island works, which well, may that, be different from the rest uh, of America. <laughs> see, that's what my, bu- my buddy Bill, Bill Burley just said that. Yeah, he said he's not a New Zealander; he's a Rhode Islander. Yeah, what is no. he talking about? <laughs> I moved around a bit. I went to Australia <laughs> for a couple of years, ran away from there because there's a lot of Australians in Australia. I discovered pretty early on. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, went to the states. My wife's from the states. So, what is New Zealand, Australia? Do they battle? It's like America and Canada. No, it's okay. worse. We, we, it's way it's worse. worse. Really? We love, to, we love to hate each other. Mm. Okay. But, yes. yeah. Australians are pretty annoying. Actually, they're our biggest, one of our biggest markets. So, actually, I'll take that back. Australians are great. We uh, <laughs> love those guys. They're great at sport and uh, look really good dudes. And Pete's married to one, too. So. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm, I'm here to stick up for Australia because or else my wife's going to kill me. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean... We love them. They're, they're really good at coming second at pretty much everything. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Actually, my daughter's from Australia too, so I've got to be careful as well. So, uh. Shout out to the Aussies. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you rock. Let's, tell you, yeah, let's delete that last section <laughs> that went off the rails. So, uh, now, what, well, now what, tell me a little bit about yourself, Pete. Okay, so I joined, And hold the mic a little closer. Sorry, too. sorry. I joined Clogger at the very start of 2019. Mm-hmm. and um, So you're kind of new to Clogger. Yeah. Yeah, I am. It's a really badly kept secret that I'm not actually a tree person. Mm-hmm. Um, this, this is my coming out show. This is it. Right? You're not a tree person. Okay, so for 15 years prior to that, I worked in the scaffolding industry for the same company. Uh-huh. And I um, I did every role there is to do from spending the bulk of my time on the tools, running teams, to being in the office doing quoting i was the operations manager for about a year and a bit i was a sales manager for a while and each time i managed to fight my way back out of the office into running a team because offices the horrible places are the worst yeah office politics you don't get just, anything done in there no no it's not good i'm i'm far far more comfortable out in the field um teaching people um how to think mm-hmm. 
that's a to me that's the ultimate in job satisfaction is so you for scaffolding with the same company I, I was there 15 years for the same company and so clogger owns a scaffolding company no oh, wait no this is prior to clogger Oh, prior. I thought yeah. you were like, oh, I work for a scaffolding company. It's the same company as no. Clogger. I'm no, like, no, no, no. I'm like, Clogger's in the <laughs> scaffolding business? Okay. No, th th thankfully not. Thankfully yeah. not. But I, I kind of grew up with the founders, well, the sons of the founder of Clogger. Mm -hmm. um, and then they, we, they were about to, I heard through the grapevine, they were about to advertise for a salesman. And I kind of stuck up my hand and said, hey, um, save your advertising costs. I'm coming aboard, like it or not. Mm -hmm. And then the rest is history. And so I, I came aboard knowing more or less nothing about sales. Now, why did you want to come work for this company? Because I've known them forever. They're an incredibly ethical family. Um, and I'd got some of their early prototypes of the spider climbing pants that I used when I was scaffolding mm -hmm. and loved them. Um, <clears throat> and just always really, really um, admired the... The way they went about things, their creativity, um, and just the whole, the whole ethos, which is largely based around always doing the right thing. Gotcha. Which, which, that, that's not that's not exactly a common thing to find, um, especially when it's more than just a corporate buzzword. Mm -hmm. So, um, I joined in at the start of 2019 and had never done retail sales before like that, as in selling to resellers. I'd done obviously a lot of quoting, much like your common or garden tree person. Mm -hmm. um, and so I spent about the first year traveling around, going around all the resellers as most salespeople do. Um, I did a, a bit of a stint in Australia doing a series of SRT events with Vermeer. Okay. And that was my first exposure to tree people on the ground. And so I was kicking around then with a bunch of... Um, the people running the course were national and world champs of various shapes and sizes. Um, and from that, I got a, a bit of a delusion as to what the industry was like. I, I assumed everyone was like them. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's like doing a, do, doing a tour with Jared. <laughs> yeah, a, yeah. And you just assume everyone else is like Jared. Mm. And then I wasn't even on Facebook at that stage, right? So then I was doing my thing. I was tri tripping around the place and more or less sticking with Gunnessy resellers and then um, COVID hit and I could no longer travel and so well I didn't know what to do I was working from home and so I Clogger Pete was born on Facebook so uh, how'd Clogger Pete get born well I sort of figured well I don't know it's, it's one way to I literally I mean it was my first Facebook account yeah and it's like well it's one way to people to easily identify me uh -huh. you know, I'm, I'm more than just a name I'm attached to the brand so if they need to know something it's I'm relatively easy to find. Yeah. Um, and it was shortly after that that I joined a couple of groups and discovered there was a, um, let's call it, um, a great unwashed mm -hmm. that um, operated at a slightly different level to what I thought was normal, mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> which to me was very interesting. And then from there, I really started digging in and discovering that um, there was there was far, far more to the industry that I needed to learn. Um, and so um, I've, as a result, that, that's really, really interested me. And the different the differences of, of um, how things work, different parts of the world, different parts of the country, you yeah. know, um, 
and the different safety standards in the different areas like not so much standards but how things are done did you figure it all out no i'm still figuring it all out <laughs> <laughs> uh, a lot of the times you scratch your head and what the heck are they doing and then you find talk to them as to you know why i always ask why and you, you know there's there's normally a reason behind why a certain region does things a certain way tree types or whatever yeah. um, whether that be correct or not there's a another story but um, who am I to judge? Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> so um, I, I now spend a fair chunk of my time um, more or less connecting with people and trying to improve, w w trying to improve the industry through help, um, help um, connect people. Gotcha. Um, because my my personal theory, one of my per personal theories, of which I have quite a few, um, is that a, a rising tide lifts all boats, right? Mm -hmm. So if we can improve the industry as a whole, people will want to be safer and have better, have better protection, which as a side result of improving the industry, we will sell more pants, which is a hang of a lot more fun and better for everyone than me just trying to shove pants down their throats. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, that's more or less what I do. Okay, okay. And you guys, you guys just got back from Treetopia. You guys had a booth out there representing. Mm -hmm. Now, how now? How did that go out there at Treetopia? What What was your kind of uh, feel, uh, impact? What did you learn out there? The people out there, because you had people. I mean, especially in California, and some people from all over the country coming to this. What was kind of the vibe and the feel that you guys gathered? Oh, I, well, we, I was actually pretty. Oh, sorry, I was a bit pretty impressed by. Uh, There's a lot of a lot of clogger gear there. That's for yeah. sure. Um, which Did you think nice it was going to gonna be less? Yeah, I, I guess you know, sitting down in New Zealand, you sort of think, you know, it, it seems like we're a, a small company trying to make a difference, and um, yeah. but then you you get up here and you realize, well, these guys are all they're all wearing it. <laughs> yeah. And, and when uh, you say small company, I mean, what, what's the size of clogger? I think it's seventy employees, maybe seventy employees. Yeah, okay, yeah. that's include that's out. I mean, it's a manufacturing company, so that's gotcha. um, you know, mostly people making the, making the gear. Gotcha. So. Mm. Seventy employees started in nineteen ninety four. Is the gentleman that started still around? Oh yeah, yeah. very much. Yeah, yeah, very much. Very much. What yeah. was his name? Lincoln. Lincoln. Yeah. Last yeah. name? Smith. Lincoln Smith. Yeah. Now, uh, does he ever come out here ever? Yes, um, he, yeah. not recently because of. <laughs> yeah, he has been out multiple times. He is, um, I think it, it would wouldn't be unfair to say he possibly knows more about chainsaw protection than anyone else on the planet. Hmm. Um, now, where did he where did he get that knowledge from? He built it himself. <laughs> so when you say built it himself, so before him there was no chainsaw protection. No, but he's um, we, we've got a huge number of world firsts in our company. That like he, what. As in, um, well, we did the first like fully FR arc rated chainsaw protection. Well, okay. what what Lincoln does is find a problem and solve it. So in um, normal chainsaw protection, in an arc flash catches fire and melts onto you. Yeah. Um, so uh, other companies were selling FR fabric on the outside, but having the same fabric on the inside, which really didn't make much difference. So he morally couldn't go. I can't keep doing this. So. He thought it's got to be well. Let's create a chainsaw fabric. It's um, that's fully FR and completely will never melt. You know, or will at certain yeah. temperature, but nothing, uh, not with an arc flash. Yeah. And um, and do it properly. So that basically we developed the first fully FR. Uh, the arc makes the right line. So that's that's one of them. But I mean, I think 
I think what he did with the zeros was the Australians were really struggling with the heat. And um, so he, they basically went, okay, let's get a blank sheet and start from the beginning. And okay, what's the... So pretty much every part of the... Like at some level, every part of the zeros actually, you know, new. So the outer was a new kind of outer that never been done before. The design was different. The, the, the chainsaw fabric itself created a new kind of chainsaw fabric that was, this, you know, um, lighter and more flexible. And so is that him by himself in his laboratory? Or does he get a team together? I mean, how, how does this work with developing a new pair of pants like this? We've got an R&D team of three. Three? Okay. <laughs> so they get together and they just start sketching, trying to figure this stuff out. Well, we do work with um, mills around the world um, that, that uh, basically he, that, well, they create new fabrics. So basically it goes through a process. And, okay, well, we'll try this and this and this. We want, these are the kind of characteristics we want. Um, and then once we get a sample, then we have to put it in the field, test it, and that it works. Usually some changes, and so it goes through a cycle of um, pretty quick um, innovation to to get to a point that it's you know it's performing better than anything else we've got, and then that's when we go and put it on the product. So the new Defender Pro is that out has been in trials for about eighteen months, and it's been you know going through a whole lot of testing and different versions. And and when does that come out? Are they out? Oh, they just came out. They yeah, just yeah, came yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha, so gotcha. That, so the goal of that one was make them as tough as we can, but still light and breathable, stretchable, stretchy. So that was, the, you know, that was the goal of that. So exercise. what's the difference between the Zeros and the Defenders? Uh, the Zeros are main, uh, are climbing pants primarily, and they're designed to be pretty much the Lamborghini of of pants, the lightest possible. So, um, but if you're a little, like I was using the example, if you're more of a, a bear climber than a butterfly climber, you might want to look at the Defender Pros because they're they're super tough. They'll last. They still got they're about the same weight, super stretchy and yeah. all that sort of, got on, the same vents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but basically that, that would be better, and especially on the on the ground if you're in really tough terrain, you know, like black brimp and things like that. So, gotcha. Uh, so it's just different. Um, and so everyone that's generation two of that. So each there'll be a generation three, four, five. You know, we'll just keep working on it and making them better and better and. Um, so there's constantly every we've got a whole list of different areas we're working on. I think the this event in a certain area that uh, that, that would relieve swamp ass, I think is the term. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's uh, that's an area that's of uh, high importance and getting a lot of lot of focus, which is a very, okay. very weird place to focus. But, um, so, don't uh, wink at me, Pete. Like, <laughs> Pete just winked at me. It was super awkward. I don't know why I did that. that was <laughs> I, I thought that was off camera. <laughs> So, so, yeah. so then, now let me ask you, uh, the new Arborware pants that came out, mm -hmm. you know, that are supposedly the lightest in the industry mm -hmm. from there. Now, were your guys' the lightest in the industry before that? Uh, probably. I, um, I believe I, so. I'm not and, sure. There might and, have been other ones. And is know. the lightest the, the goal of who can have the lightest pair of pants out there? No. What, what what are some of the aspects you're looking at? Because I mean, that's the biggest selling point. There, it's the lightest out there. It's light. It's light. It's lighter than anything, yeah. you know. So when looking at comparing different uh, uh, chainsaw pants, what are some of the different things you're looking at that kind of sets people apart or sets brands apart? Is it the lightest? Is it the most durable? Is it the cheapest? You yeah. know. Well, I mean, that's really good marketing. I mean, you know, obviously targeting one thing and making it super clear about what it's about. And, you know, it's that's good, but. Um, I think what we with the zeros, it's about being the coolest, which doesn't necessarily mean the lightest because um, what you're trying to do, there's a whole lot of factors going to what making something cool. It's the way the vents work. It's the way the fabric breathes. It's um, it's also about uh, and what's in the fabric. Is it wicking heat away? Um, yeah. Is, and it's also about how, how easy it is actually to work in because a lot of heat comes from actually the exertion. If you're fighting your gear, 
you're going to be a lot hotter than than if it's like wearing some yoga pants, which is what people. <clears throat> so say what, what kind of testing is done with that to know that these ones are a cooler fabric in that than compared to this brand that's out there? Is there any kind of uh, testing that's done between the different brands of measuring that? Well, there's a, I mean, I guess you could get technical, but we just sort of go on feedback and um, and basically if people say this this is uh, the I mean these are the coolest pants they've ever worn and, mm-hmm. and what I generally hear is people go into the wardrobe and they got like if they have five different pairs they they keep trying to try wear one of the other pairs but they just keep going back to the zeros because they're just it's the best experience and and not that we've stopped where we are I mean we, yeah. we, we will make them cooler but what's this about so you know at the end of the day, uh, have you got more energy? Have you expended less? Uh, you know, and and can you go home and play with the kids mm-hmm. because you know you've still got that energy left after a hot day at work? So that's what it's really about. Mm. So yeah, uh, and then and that you know that kind of stuff interests me because I want to see data. I'm like, mm. you know, for myself, I want to go. Why is that? Is it just because they like that better, or is it the colors that just make them feel better when they're looking through their wardrobe or their closet? Or is it actually the mechanics of it and the fabric of it? And, and what's the degrees? You know, if I, if mm. I had to heat up two pair of pants, which one's going to release the amount of heat more? Or which one, you know, which one's going to breathe more and things like that? Yeah. Well, I, I think it's a lot to do with how, you know, it's, it's people just know. I don't know. I mean, we could put sensors on, but a lot of it's like, you know, how does the ventilation work? Do you actually get cooling from the vents? Do your legs actually feel the breeze? Do they work when in the tree? And um, something about the zeros, and I'm not sure exactly <laughs> what the magic, you know, sometimes things come together in a package that yeah. um, that you don't know quite what the elements all together come together, you know, what I mean, causes it. We, we got some interesting feedback over the over the um, over during Cretopia that I hadn't thought of before is that the a lot of the European pants have a really skinny leg. Mm-hmm. Um, the zeros have a bit more of a relaxed leg diameter, for lack of a better word, um, and that actually helps a lot with the airflow. Just a bit more room for air to circulate circulate round. Gotcha. Um, and also in, inside the zero fabric, there's a a fiber called Nillet Breeze, um, which actually it literally drags heat away from your body. Hmm. Um, and, and how does it do that? Oh, now you have to it's, get Lincoln in for that one. It's <laughs> a, yeah. it's Lincoln, a, where are you, man? Yeah, 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 we call, <laughs> I'm oh, sure I'm he's on our page right now watching. Yeah, Come yeah, on, Lincoln, no. what the heck? Okay, Lincoln, no. <laughs> <laughs> no it, it's, a, it's an Israeli company. Mm-hmm. And um, and by all accounts from the testing they've done, I mean, they've got, they've got a website. You can check it out on there. But yeah. if you wear a full suit of that it will drop your body temperature by a whole degree celsius so a couple degrees fahrenheit yeah yeah okay athlete athletes wear it so um you know we do look at all those sort of that's that kind of innovation they've got you know we do go to all the you know all the biggest trade shows around fabrics innovation around fabrics and i mean lincoln and eddie just went over to europe to to get a whole lot of new ideas so we're trying to bring the latest technologies into it but um but i'm not sure there's a yeah we don't have a we probably should um actually do wire some people up and uh, yeah i'd love yeah, i'd love yeah. to see that i'm sure yeah. the industry would love to see that mm, and, mm. and i bet you just that data alone compared to all the different pants out of there to say you know rather than just individuals saying you know they like it and it's mm. cool but mm. it's like no this is real data yeah. that's showing this is cool and this fabric does do this and this you know yeah. these vents in this spot are the reason why is because x y and z because yeah. one of the things i was talking um you know and this isn't a comparison against 
Arborware, but they were just out here and they were mm-hmm. showing their pants and I have a pair in the trunk. And one of the things they said was, you know, well, on the cloggers, uh, you have the you have the vents right there. And when you put your your harness on, it covers them up because you're mm-hmm. wearing it. So then it doesn't breathe and it closes them off when they put their vents behind their knees on there. And let me tell you, I'm the guy that doesn't wear chaps every day. Mm-hmm. So, well. I don't wear chaps because I'm not out in the field doing the work. Not that I choose not to <laughs> Let's make that clear, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, you know, listen to that. And I'm just like, okay. And I was excited you guys coming on the show because I wanted to hear from you guys of going, huh? Is that, is that a problem? Does the saddle cover up the vent? Why yeah. did they put theirs behind their knees and stuff mm-hmm. like that? Because those kind of things interest me of going, why'd they design it that way? Why'd you guys design it that way? Mm-hmm. Why'd they use that fabric? How did they get theirs lighter than that? You yeah. know, comparing the products. Well, um, so when we started off with, you know, I'm not gonna, I don't know anything about the dogwood, so I'm not in a position to compare or bag their product, which I don't mm-hmm. do anyway. <laughs> yeah. But um, when we started off with the Gen One Zero, which your man's still wearing a pair today, and they, five years in, pretty yeah, impressive. They, 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 <laughs> who, who's that? Oh, I forgot. Do you remember his name? George. Yeah, possibly, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah I think George. He was at mm, true. T- yeah, yeah. yeah, we were talking. About, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's that's the one. Um, so his pants are still looking absolutely mint, but. Um, the reality is that the generation one zero, it was um, too light. It, it, was, it was too light. Okay, so it was probably a couple of ounces lighter than the current one. It would have been around the two pound mark. Mm. And it would like the current ones are two point two, and um, so with the generation two, which happened not that long afterwards, we obviously beefed up the fabric quite a bit, um, but. Going with a too lighter pant, too lighter outer fabric results in, um, you know, you fart wrong and you can get a hole on it. <laughs> <laughs> not, not quite, but yeah. um, it's it did a, it's done a huge amount of damage to um, people's thinking of how our products perform, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's still we're still sort of recovering from that now. Yeah. There's still we're still apologising. Yeah. yeah, we're still apologising from the Gen, Gen 1. 1. Well, I mean, some people still love them because they were, they were super cool because they were super light, but then yeah. people who want... Everyone's got different expectations, and so durability... That, that's they, a, yeah, that's they want a, it to last. I yeah, mean, yeah, they're yeah. not cheap, no, you no, know? Exactly. And yeah. for, for a climber to be able to purchase one of these, yep. you know, in our industry, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, it's an investment. Yep. They want it to last for a long time. Yep. And as soon as they start ripping and breaking, and they're mm. just like... Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Well, so that's why we did the Defender Pro. So gotcha. Because the problem is, you know, people who are mainly working on the ground are buying zeros, and it's like, well, they're not really designed for that. So, And it's all trade-offs between... You know, um, flexibility, stretch. I mean, the zero is one hundred and forty percent stretch. That means you move really easy, which is really important in your climbing, but maybe not as important if you're just mainly working on the ground. So that's something. Yeah. But going back to the vents, I mean, um, we sort of hear that our vents are perfect and just below the saddle. So I don't know whether. Um, and and Lincoln, obviously, we look at everything. So yeah. we put them on the side of the leg deliberately because we think that's where the best airflow is, uh, because behind the leg is behind the leg. You know. Yeah. Um, and but also, now to get rid of swamp bass, you're going to put it right up the crack. Well, there's, <laughs> well, yeah, well, it's got, it's also can't be too graphic from below as well. So it's a tra- you know, that's another trade off situation that you got to work on. So, got uh, it, got yeah, it. no, we got actually the Japanese have a core and they actually have a fan built in, battery fan really? on both legs. Yeah. Oh, no, man. Uh, I didn't know of, about that. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was a lot Three of Three guys break everything. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. going to last long uh, at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, so basically, well, I mean, but. You know, the, we do try to use a scientific method and we do try to get, we put things in the field and we try different versions. And the way that um, that vent performs with the design of the leg, maybe if you had a tight leg, it'd be useless. Yeah. But the way it is, 
Uh, it seems to work pretty well. And if you talk to most Xero users, they say they get some good airflow. Not that we can't get better. We're always going to get better. We're not making everything overseas. It's not coming in a container. So what we can do is within and, and you, you say, hey, we got, got we got a, I got an idea. Well, actually, I had this was one example. A guy said to me, why don't rather than the boot hook, why don't you put a elastic loop around the foot, and then when you just put your boot on, it'll stay down there and be good. And it sounds like a genius idea to me. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, well, you know, we can put a prototype together and have that probably out in a couple of weeks potentially, um, and have it in the field and see if that actually works. And uh, you know, so. That's the sort of thing, as a manufacturer, as someone who, you know, we don't make stuff in China, we don't get container yeah. loads of stuff that we're stuck with for the next year, we can change things. If, there, if we have a problem, we fix it. So and it's all about, and we can, more importantly, we can continuously improve. And that's that's mm. really what, what we're mm. trying to do. Like the new boot hook was an evolution on the previous one. The pre, a previous one poked up, caught, caught throw lines and stuff. So um, Lincoln came up with a built a new hook <laughs> to go yeah. the other way but still stay on the lace so so, like so individuals that have you know ideas about you know clogger how to improve it who would they message to be like hey i got an idea yeah clogger Pete. me sir me <laughs> yeah well yeah. i mean I, i'm in i'm currently in 85 different tree groups on facebook mm. okay um i it's in the um feedback we get off that is absolutely invaluable gotcha and, and we we use it i mean i spotted this thing where someone was saying um, we've been cutting a slit in the bottom of the hem to let sawdust out that somehow gets in there. Because some climbers, you'll see, they'll, like, they'll get some holes in the top and the pants is more or less fill up with sawdust, right? And then they end mm. up with this big bulge around the bottom, um, which is a pain in the neck when you're trying to put spurs on and all the rest of it. So um, we, I chucked that at the R&D crew and they busted their behinds and now all of our pants... Um, have a little gap in the hem at the bottom for emptying sawdust out of. Nice. And we didn't actually tell anyone about that because it was a thing that we just phased out between the models. As, yeah. You know, just as stock went out, the new ones came in and had the, had the thing. But Did that, you get a lot of feedback on that where they noticed it? Um, <laughs> I, don't, I think we'd almost forgotten about it and haven't got around to telling anyone yet. Yeah. <laughs> well, there so, it is. So out, there you guys. go. This is uh, breaking news. Breaking Straight news. Off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, you, can, you can do the announcement. <laughs> I mean, we, we, we do stuff like that all the time. Yeah, right. I mean, because I mean, if, if we manufactured offshore, this is the whole conversation that America's having about offshore versus onshore manufacturing, right? At the moment, you know, I mean, a lot of stuff's being brought back onshore, which is we're going to have some fun with that. Mm -hmm. um, manufacturing is really hard, but the advantages are we don't have to carry. We, I mean, we've probably got a in stock a max of thirty pairs of any one type and size, and mm -hmm. but continuously coming off the production line um and it's a we i don't know if you've ever heard of lean manufacturing before mm -hmm. yeah we um we are fairly well down the road on that and we're um more or less at doing one piece flow um which is extremely unusual for a garment manufacturing company so you guys will put one product through and that's it well so there, there's not there's basically the idea with one piece flow is that you have no it, it goes the product flows from station to station to station you don't you're not building 10 at the station then once you finish the 10 it moves to the next station gotcha the, the exception is we got a digital cut well two digital cutters then and to get efficiencies on the actual cut you have to do a minimum of 10 sort of to fit them in the fabric so basically it's a big wide roll and there's this 
suction thing and digital. It's all CAD sort of driven. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, there's a lot of technology in the way that works. But um, but yeah, no, it's about it's about minimum. Um, like so, if it starts today, it's done at the end of the day. You're oh well, yeah, well before that. Yeah. Um, what, what's a uh, so the actual the actual time that a pair of zeros is worked on is. Yeah, how long does it take to make one? I think the actual so th there is, we do still have a little bit of, um, like they might have a pair, one pair in between stations just as a buffer, um, but I think it's is it thirty five minutes. I'm not sure. Yeah, I probably should know that. <laughs> Lincoln? <laughs> Lincoln? Damn it, Lincoln. Yeah, yeah, where well, are you? Yeah, I know. Um, we made a big mistake. I'll bring you Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to bring him back. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. You, get, you get all the real answers. Yeah, I'm going yeah. to be asking tons of questions. But yeah, so, yeah. see, most, um, pretty much any clothing manufacturer that you go into, they will have like a stack that big in between each station. We've got one. One, one piece of product in between each station. So they focus on that one piece and then it moves on to the next yep. person. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. And so um, any mistakes get picked up super fast. Yeah. Um, you know, you're not having to pick it. If, it, if it, something gets cut wrong or whatever, you know, you're not having to redo thousands of items. It's just one. Nice. Um, yeah. And because we, we have to do that because we're a ridiculously expensive country to manufacture in. Um, worse than California. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about there. that. We we do dream of one day manufacturing the US. That is, yeah. as it is on the the dream list. So, yeah. Um, when 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 is the goal of that? Ooh, hopefully, in three to four years. It's just a volume thing. Where, where are you guys gonna start it? You think, or where where have you guys talked well, this about? Is, this will be a little ahead of the game, but um, well, Tennessee was one spot Tennessee. That we we're looking at. Yep. Okay. Mm. Nice. Um, so, um, just. Just so everyone knows, uh, New Zealand, um, if you're a full-time employee, you get a minimum of four weeks paid annual leave and two weeks paid don't, sick leave. Don't be saying that. No, no, no. I, I'm, and you, they need tree you, workers in yeah, New Zealand. what are you yeah. doing? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> we need tree workers in New Zealand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and we also have a bunch of statutory holidays, like government holidays. I think there's 10 yeah. And if you work over them, it's double time. Yeah, minimum just, wage just, is $22. You know, dollars. We need tree workers in New Zealand. <laughs> 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 but, uh, no. Yeah. But, but, uh, no but, but getting back to the act, yeah. you know, the arborists and what they, yeah, definitely w we listen and we love people, especially people who really think about it. I mean, I met um, some really, some people, some people say, can you do this? Other people go, they talk to you for half an hour and go break the pants down bit by bit about all the bits you can improve, and it's always genius, and we love it because we can actually do something about it. And we can, and uh, obviously we need a few people to say it. We need to test. So we're going to make sure it works. And but that, yeah. you know, the, the more ideas that we can get, the more we can deliver a better experience for everyone here. That's so good. so um, there's a chat on the website. You can go there. Pete's obviously if he's not overwhelmed with people telling him new things to oh, do uh he, he can do it too um so and there's some it, people on here have your cell number they said they're just going to text you the new ideas yeah yeah well and new products <laughs> too i mean if there's products that that, that and uh, and that's to the big companies everyone like safety committees are saying we've got this issue we've got to try to solve you know tell us the problem um if there's a, a risk that they're trying to manage um you know we, we we'll work on anything if it's a good enough idea that um, well you know we do things and they don't always work in terms of the market work, but we yeah. will make them work in terms of uh, uh, use in the field and all those mm. sort of things. Mm. So, uh, um, but yeah, no, we love that stuff. That's our advantage, really, because we're not 
we're not sending getting stuff from uh, you know overseas and container loads and, and we don't yeah. even see the manufacturing side so. and, and, and the other cool thing is that um, the person who gives us the idea if they're willing to stick at it with us we will involve them in the testing of the product mm. so they good. get they get free pants <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a good yeah. trade-off yeah, yeah exactly. well i mean we, we we respect the fact that they've put the effort and the thought into yeah. coming up especially with when it's their idea yeah you yeah, know, yeah something like that. Mm. you know it's like we had uh vsg in here and talking about to uh trip and tom mm-hmm. uh from cheryl and man they're they're open like send us your ideas send us your thoughts you know mm-hmm. the r d team gets together and uh, they'll start working on these products if it makes sense to them. And then next thing you know, within about a year's time, your product that you brought to the market is out there. Mm. And, uh, you know, it's a little bit different than pants, but if it's a brand new product like that, they pay them royalties until that product stops selling. Yeah. You yeah. know, and you said, mm. we've played, paid plenty of guys out there lots and lots of money mm. based on their <laughs> products coming. So if somebody yeah, can, yeah. I guess, come up with a brand new pair of, uh, chainsaw pants maybe you guys can pay them some royalties yeah exactly yeah well <laughs> or something yeah. game changer but i think the, the big that's a big change that's a big project but yeah. the incremental improvements yeah. that's you know if you're talking tweak, about tweak, tweak. yeah that, there's all these little tweaks and yeah. you know we've had the zeros in the market what, over five years now we've been tweaking those whole the whole time there's a whole there's i don't know how many different zips have been through those things there's all kinds of secret sauce we can't tell you about because yeah you know we'd have to kill you after <laughs> the um but there's all kinds of things that we've done that we've that that it's, it's just we just the, the fabric's always being looked at everything's being looked at there's you know and there's um so yeah we love so how that, often do you guys keep redesigning them like in the sense of you know is it a monthly thing where you guys just sit down and go okay let's go through them again yeah well, is there something better or does someone go hey we found a better zipper that's manufactured here that upholds you know two months longer than our zippers that are holding up now yeah yeah but on zippers i just want to say zip up your pants before you wash them because what happens is sawdust gets washed around washed into the back of the zipper and then you get say all this is stuck and you jam it and you either break the slider or break the the thing so they're, they're, <laughs> zippers are strong but you can't they don't beat um, physical that, force and that wood chip starts swelling and yeah, the yeah, water. yeah exactly and we actually have got a um zip maintenance video on our website to, on on the youtube channel to to take a look at so uh but anyway that's, that's a zip no that's something that's they got me in a hot button there you guys, if everybody's listening <laughs> zip up your pants before you wash yeah exactly. and, and the other tip is weirdly um lubricate the teeth with a graphite with a with, with a pencil with a pencil lid hmm. um yeah wait say that again so just r- run a pencil up and down your the teeth on the zipper. If they start getting sticky, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Because it's, mm. it's graphite, which lubricates it. Mm. It so. won't gum up. Yeah. 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 I don't so, know. Sorry. I think I took it off. I got on the zipper. No, that train, was, that was so, good. Uh, that yeah, was yeah. good. What, what, what are some of the next um, things coming out here for, for Clogger or, or what you can talk about that mm. the industry can look forward to? Well, actually, going back, I think that before I got on the um, zip issue, um, uh, what we do is we make small improvements all the time, and then we do a gen, and that sort of groups groups all those improvements, and we explain them all to the market. But they've actually some of them have been, actually been there for a while, so it's sort of, that's just to give you a bit more background. But there is a gen three zero in the works, um, and uh, so that'll be you know next year sometime. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm not sure. I'm not going to. Is get this going to be kind of an every year thing that you're going to try to come out with? 
Gen uh-huh. 3, Gen 4, Gen 5, Gen 7. Yeah, not, yeah, not every year, but probably every couple of years. I mean, the formula seems pretty good right now. So it's a little, you know, you got to be a little careful not to come up with a Gen 3, like, you know, new, new Coke or something. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, we got to be careful. So, yeah, we'll be doing a lot of testing before we put anything. Um, but one of the things like we do is we've got Dyneema on the back leg. Um, so when your chainsaw hangs down, uh, the fabric doesn't pick as much. Um, there's all those sort of things we've added. Um, so we'll probably do more of that kind of thing. And we'd work at, look at some really interesting um, ceramics thing or you know, interesting things to work on in there. So um, I think, um, yeah, there'll be, that, that'll be a big one. But we are really sort of a point, I guess, you know, we want to fix the next big problem too. Um, so we've been playing with jackets for a while, but we're not sure the problem to solve there. <laughs> Um, jackets are a really tough one. Everyone you talk to from different areas has a different idea of what they want out of a jacket. So what kind of different products do you guys carry? Oh, okay. Well, um, surprisingly, we actually do snake gators, which you may not be aware of. What are snake gators? Uh, they stop snakes biting it. Well, they, oh. you, yeah, yeah. You see, you wear them around your, ankle, around your calves, and the Aussies are pretty big on them because they got some crazy snakes in Australia. Um, but we did test them with the rattlesnakes over here, so that's that's one of the little sideline we do. Oh, sure. Um, uh, we do um, arm protectors. Okay. Um, we do. We just done base layers because we noticed a lot of our customers in the winter want to wear zeros year round. So we thought we should make a snazzy uh, merino base layer to make it a bit. To go um, underneath. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. So um, we we're, we're just done that. So that's sort of starting open door and other things we might be able to do on upper body. Is there any yeah. new products that you guys are going to kind of bring in, like the snake gators and things similar to that? Uh, well, we got we do have line. Well, you got you got shirts you're looking for. Yeah, you make t-shirts, right? No, we don't. oh no, no, we make them. No, 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 <laughs> we, we don't make them. We, we did oh. we did designer ones. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, okay. But um, well, it, I mean, there are things, but I probably can't probably spill the beans. But um, you, but, yeah. you could spill a little Just, one bean, uh, maybe a little bit. Bean? Just what a bean? Dial it down. Okay. <laughs> too loud. Um, I'll yeah, I'll I mean, well, well, look, I'll put it that way. We, we are trying to look at the upper body and see what we can do there and see there's useful things we can do there. There is a top secret product that's launching around November Okay. Um, that um, will hopefully make the clogger experience even more affordable, I'll put it that way. Um, so so people um, – actually, one thing, since we've got the, got yeah. the uh, microphone, literally, <laughs> yeah. um, our chaps are the lightest, coolest – uh, safest chaps in the world. They're a bit more expensive, but um, uh, I just wanted, that's a secret. I see, see so many people in the States being tortured with these huge, heavy chaps that have floppy material that isn't even attached, that doesn't even do anything for you, um, that they don't even want to wear because they're so horrible. Um, so, I mean, mm. everyone knows about the zero pants, but uh, there's a whole, whole lot more chap wearers, I would think, in the U.S., and, and there's a revolution that's already here that no one really knows about. So I'm going to probably, and then if anyone's uh, online and wants to chime in if they've got zero chaps, um, see what uh, that the the reviews are pretty outstanding. I mean, they're probably our most popular product in terms of set customer satisfaction here in the US. Oh yeah, people go. I mean, I don't even know I'm wearing them. Um, you know, it's it's because it's like almost like wearing pants, and, and they are way safer because because they got more chainsaw fabric coverage. They have five straps, which sounds annoying, but yeah. means that they actually attach properly, so you can actually move really easy. And there's less snagging hazard. So as a whole, that was one. That'll be the one thing that I would think is Clogger's secret that no one really knows about because 
They just and there's another Lincoln masterpiece. What do you uh, mean they don't they don't know about it? If it's the number one product here, I mean a lot of people know about it. No, the most a, popular. I mean when people well, buy it, they it, love it. In, t- yeah. in terms of mm-hmm. um, that's the product we've got the best customer reviews on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even better than the zero pants. Um, it it is a it is a truly outstanding piece of kit. Um, mm-hmm. Your chaps here intrigue me. <laughs> like you have those ones, like they come like halfway down your shin. Like, what is that supposed to do? And then you got the dangly because bit. Yeah, the, the, U- <laughs> the UL standard doesn't really stipulate the coverage area that much. And then, like, so your strap is halfway down your calf, right? And then you have uh-huh. this big flappy bit. That yeah. what, what does that bit do? Yeah, I, mm. I, I don't know, but everyone seems to wear them. I'm assuming they're cheap. Mm. Mm. Um, but basically, yeah. e- everything below the bottom strap does nothing it's more or less just to keep sawdust out <clears throat> it's not going to stop a saw um, <laughs> well, it, it, they look good if you're doing the samba i think if you've got <laughs> i think that flappy but flops around nicely <laughs> i don't know I, I think i i would imagine anyway how, what's what's the goal like, how to get this out more in the market or let people know because you said it's a little kind of a secret but also mm. the most popular yeah well I, what I, what we're trying to do is like especially with trainers hopefully we probably should get you a bunch too so when people are actually training then they just try them on and they realize because i mean you know they are but they are more expensive but the, the point you know if you we, we use that a lot you know yeah. i mean because these guys are the most of them don't have you know chainsaw pants on so mm. we always have the chaps for yeah. them to put put on back and forth yeah so we do that we put it with you guys i guess but um but what happened what but if you look at it you're going to have in two years i mean i know i'm Employers buy them a lot of time. They'll get the lowest price they can and all that. But it, um, it's a totally different lifestyle. It's, another, it's a bit like the zero pants. I mean, you get to go home in a different state. It's a different world, you know. And even it's easier to work in. So you're more productive. It's just like a totally – we got a period to – maybe we could do it in person – Phil trying on zero chaps for the first time and falling in love. I, 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 I will try them on. <laughs> yeah. I won't have much to compare against. No, no, no. So, yeah, but yeah, I'll yeah, try them yeah. on. Oh, yeah, no, we, need, we probably. Yeah. Okay, so um, here's another funny thing. Um, most of the chaps over here, so that the protection stops um, at the crotch, but then for some reason they join the pants together at the front so they have like a crotch, right? <laughs> Which doesn't some, some, some of them even have a fly. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Ours are split right up to the belt. Okay. So, which gives them huge amount more freedom of movement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they're not constrained by this stupid canvas thing. And there's no protection in front of your. But there isn't with the other ones either. No, there is protection to the, upper, to the top of your waist. Why didn't though? you want to protect the, every guy's movement? Movement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you want that, you're going to have to get pants. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got, got it. Got, got, got a degree for that one. But no, yeah. otherwise the move you can't really move them because you got this weird sort of crutch cover thing. Okay. I yeah. guess you, this could un- get, unprotected. We could, we could put it on as a project to see what kind of Yeah, it'd be interesting. I mean, mm. I mean if there's anything I'm protecting from my waist down, it's that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Which is once I always wonder why the US standard stops just at the top of the uh, thighs as well. It's a little like, I always wondered from, about from that. the chains of protection coverage point of point of things, um legally at doesn't have to go beyond the t- the bottom of the crotch. Gotcha. Mm. So, but we go crazy. We go all the way up. Yeah, yeah. 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 Sorry, I got on a uh, zeros. Yeah. Well, I guess the other other things we maybe people don't know about was um, we do the arc rated outside the US. The arc rated the arc max um, are the um, the stretch FR with a full FR chainsaw fabric in them. Um, they're you know, New Zealand, Australia, and Canada. They're a pretty pretty big item because they actually will 
um, not catch on fire on an arc event, which is the kind of point of wearing them. Yeah. Um, so that, but the US, I'm not sure they really understand the hazard. I mean, there's a really good. Well, you need it if you're working for utility divisions and you're working in like a substation or something. You have to have all FR rated clothing yeah. to yeah. wear. Yeah, well, well, I think in the States and in Australia, there was a case study, Tim Leach, where uh, he, I guess, was cutting a branch and it went it was going the wrong way. So he grabbed it, tried to push the other way, I think was the way it worked. And he held, hit, it, hit the line, lost his finger, lost it, and, and it went yeah. outside of his foot. So they thought he wasn't, you know, not alive, but, um, but and on fire because of the pants. Um, mm. But um, then he started moaning. So then they had a, a and it, there's a really good case study video on that. But yeah, that hazard doesn't seem, the awareness on that hazard and the U.S. doesn't seem to be there at all, um, which is a is, so really in outside here, uh, at least in New Zealand, Australia, it's sort of a requirement to do mm. that. So, um, so that's a big area for us. We're also doing more with wildland firefighting. So we've got the wildfire line as well, which you guys wouldn't run into as much. Though a lot, of, I guess, a lot of arborists do work uh, with the on the wildland fire side as well. Um, so that's something we're working on as well. So that's um, that's another another big product. So I guess we are. If you think about things we don't, people don't know about probably is the whole FR line stuff gotcha. products. Yeah. So uh, also we went wildly overboard. We we, we, <laughs> we sort of figured well we we make products for the extremes. We do one for the extreme heat. Then we did one for the extreme cold. Um, and basically anything over forty five degrees, you're going to die of a swamp ass. <laughs> um, <laughs> So these are called the embers because we we kept seeing people going, oh, you wear zeros in the winter, in the summer, and then in the winter you wear some other unmentionable brand. I was Mm -hmm. like, well, okay, we've got to fix this. (laughs) So we went all in. They got like a might have got carried away. Yeah, they got got like a triple laminate fabric. So outside you got your standard ripstop. In the middle you've got a a fully waterproof membrane, and then on the inside they're fleece lined. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're absolutely unreal. But um, uh, a friend of ours jordan pollard in canada he's i think he holds the record he's he's comfortable wearing them down to minus 30 centigrade without a base layer and down to minus 40 with a base layer mm. <laughs> no way. yeah but but we made them windproof and the and the uh surprising site this is the, when you try to new things you don't know quite what's going to happen yeah um the surprising benefit was they're actually pretty waterproof so um what steve leggett in uh, vancouver he uh he said he had dry undies all last winter during, you know, with those atmospheric rivers coming in and everything else mm. uh, for the first time ever. I think he's, there's a video of him with a getting mud hosed off him and still, he's still coming dry out underneath. dry underneath. Yeah, he, he was yeah. like, his jacket would last about three hours in, in yeah. the stupid rain they get there, and, but his pants stayed dry the entire day. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then I was talking to a guy in Massachusetts and he said, um, I was telling him about the embers, and he said, well, you know, my worst day, it's about 32 degrees, raining and blowing about 20 you know miles an hour he basically keeps his truck on for everyone and they get when they come down they get changed in a whole new set of gear before they go back out and get totally freezing oh, he said shoot. these things sound like so i think um, yeah even though we made them for the canadians and the northern u.s people it may be um that the that that may be the actual use cases the gotcha which is a lot of people have to suffer through that in the winter yeah. and standing in a bucket at uh, yeah in those conditions so. yeah so because but um most other PPE companies seem to focus on trying to make a um, the, the Swiss Army knife of pants. You know, the, the one pant that will cater for every single condition, and you know, um, jack of all trades, master of none. Whereas we, like, like I said, we we tend to focus on the extremes. You know, ex- yeah. extreme heat, extreme cold, and then people seem to sort of wear them in the middle as well. <laughs> um, and then we've got the denims, 
Ah, I yeah, know. Yeah. Um, which now those that's the hipster popular? crowd. Have oh, yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah, mm. yeah. So there's, there's a there's warming up those things. Now, who like. came up with that idea? Oh, there was Lincoln. Well, what what happened? He went to the northwest and saw those jeans with the snapping uh, snapping inserts and was horrified. So he um, thought, I think I might have to cut, try to come up with something to um, that might yeah. make this something vaguely, you know, much more much safer. So obviously we used our fancy new chainsaw fabric, and um, the denim's not actually denim; it's a stretch, slightly stretched nylon, so super tough. But we made them look like yeah, people jeans. like them. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, a certain crowd. So this is another. Re- you know, we are trying to get more people who actually want to wear the gear. That's the kind of the point of everything we do. They, they they shouldn't uh, you know they shouldn't say oh no I have to wear a clogger item it should be oh no I have to wear a clogger item but it's the best out there because I'm pretty happy actually still not like wearing you know uh, yoga pants but yeah. still um, so um, that was the so that yeah the point of them was you know there's a lot of people that don't want to look like Power Rangers because you know when you go to the supermarket and people yeah. you have to sign signatures for the kids and I uh, you know it's a bit of a it's, <laughs> but it's a lot of time and um, you know you're not paid for that time the kids love it but yeah. you know. So um so yeah that's so we do we've got the two our non uh, Power Ranger outfit is the denims in winter and the Defender Pros in summer because the Defender Pros are nice and low key as well so that's our, uh, our and then if you want to be a Power Ranger we've got zeros the Ascends, which are year round pant and then the embers um yeah. so they are you know you've got so what are you guys wearing today oh well we're actually wearing spiders spiders well yeah. I am anyway so, yeah, yeah I'm spiders, spiders yeah, yeah. Um, so they're a non protective basically competitive tree climbing pant. Mm, gotcha. And they are possibly the most outrageously comfortable pants you'll ever find. Yes. Really? Uh, they are yeah. pretty comfy. Yeah, I think I think we're going to have to outfit uh, Phil. I'm feeling like... Uh, <laughs> he's, he's sitting there looking dubious. <laughs> yeah, well. yeah, there's a lot okay. of doubts. Yeah, yeah. He's going to get some zero chefs. He's going to get some... <laughs> <laughs> I have some zero. Let's talk about that. Oh, you got that. some zeros. Yeah, I yeah, have you some got zeros. some zeros. Yeah. Yeah. We have the Elevated Series yes. that we worked with you guys for mm-hmm. months and months and months on mm-hmm. to give, you know... Well, actually, I think you spent a few hours on it and... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys work months and months about I just seen the emails coming I know, back yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A lot of design input. A lot of design input. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was great. No, they came out looking great. Yeah. yeah. You know, and that that was something everybody always wanted is the, you know, especially for a lot of companies out there, that that black and that red, Mm. you know, and that was a combination you guys haven't done before. No. No. I mean, your guys' crew, the Academy guys kicking around at Treetopia just looked outrageous. Oh, Mm. they they love them. They love them. I just remember, you know, when, when, as soon as the order came in, they were, they started just, leaving disappearing yeah and we had a podcast i think it was uh was it that friday and i think we got the pants on that friday and we were on here talking and uh who was who, who was on the call i can't remember who who we had in here but um arturo works for rancho tree mm-hmm. been in the industry forever he had a pair and he pulled them out and we're like, what? Dude, where'd you get those? He's like, Sam Bailey, man. I just, uh, I had my order in. I told him as soon as you get them, you better call me. I'm coming to pick them up. And that was just yeah. so cool to see, you know, that he had them on the wait. Uh, he had them waiting for him. Mm. You know, as soon as they came in, he got them right away. Cause he wanted to be the first one to, to have them out there. You know? Yeah. 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 No, no, they're, uh, no, they're, um, and obviously the 10% is brilliant. Yeah. Um, 
to go towards the training fund. So I think um, that's a masterful move, and it's Absolutely. a genius. Uh, really, but you know, it was your guys' idea. So thanks for that because I think um, yeah, um, that, I think it came from TCI. Jared going mm-hmm. started with just can you just do red and black, and it turned yeah. into something a bit more. <laughs> Grew arms and legs. Do. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it is you know we want to uh, we want to be able to give back in some way. There's so many individuals that are out there that that wants this type of education and training and where do I go? There's only so many YouTube videos and Instagram posts that you Mm -hmm. can watch. Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. they have to go out there to attempt it, to try it, to be able to learn, but they can't afford going to the TCI event or they can't afford to go to one of these classes. So having something like this to partner with you guys, uh, and all the other, um, uh, companies that are selling these, um, these, uh, pants, to be able to have 10% to go back to be able to give to somebody to say, hey, mm. you're getting an all-expense-paid trip to TCIA, mm. hotel, food's taken care of for you, and you guys get to go learn you know, with some of the greats you know, in our industry mm-hmm. and get to yeah. hear from. Mm. It's just awesome. Yeah, you no. know? It's oh, awesome. It was, yeah, it was a yeah, brilliant move. And thanks for that because that, no, uh, that was a huge I, thing. I love that because that, that ties in with, the, with my thought of a rising tide lifts all boats. Like, you know, you're, 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 you're improving the industry as a whole with that. Yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. It's uh, the whole the whole industry can get around that and say, hey, I know when I bought these pair of pants, some of it went to go help somebody out, you Mm -hmm. know, and that's the next thing we're going to be doing is um, we're going to probably work with you guys and some ideas of how do we how do we get this out there? Who what do they have to do to be able to get this scholarship? You Mm -hmm. know, and I'm hoping we can get something put together for TCIA or before that to give somebody an opportunity to go to TCIA or, or go do some training on the East coast or West coast or come to Treetopia and spend, you know, two days in Treetopia mm. yep. or something like that. So how do we reach out to the world to let people know, to be able to apply to this um, little scholarship that we can have and what do they have to do to, to win it? And yeah. then for us to get together and voting on who the winner is going to be and then yep. having brilliant. them, Go learn. learn. I yeah. love it. I yeah. love it. Yeah, we, we've done um, – the other thing we did was uh, – which we haven't done for a few, couple of years with the pandemic and everything, but um, we do the pink zeros where we um, – a percentage of that goes to a fund to uh, give pants to people in the first year, 12 months of their career. So either they've graduated – you know, done some sort of training and they're just getting started, but they need the gear. So that, that was a pretty – we do need to do that this year because that was another – that's Good. something we do, which is um, – that that's a cool thing to get. Though the pink gets confusing about a whole lot when what what exactly causes this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. um, but that that that's. Uh, I, I think these sort of things are really you know they make make a bit of a difference and make uh, you know we, we can use do what we're doing anyway to try to raise some money for some people exactly and, and make a difference. So, yeah, exactly, so. exactly. That's uh, good. That's good. That's mm, good. No, that, yeah, yeah. So, um, so well, I'm exhausted. This has been hard work. <laughs> <laughs> Talking. <laughs> uh, um, so what you're saying about getting them to the likes of TCI and, and et cetera, I mean, that, that's fantastic from a, a grassroots perspective. Um, one of the things I'm trying to do, like what I was saying earlier, is um, improve the levels of communication and collaboration between northern and southern hemispheres. Because currently, from what I can work out and from, I mean, I've been looking into this for a while, the only time New Zealand and Australia and Canada and um, the USA have anything to do with each other at a professional level is either at the ITCC or at the IASA meetings. Mm-hmm. And I strongly believe that both parties have got things to learn from each other. Um, and so I'm poking around trying to find 
trying to get interest to get people from down our neck of the woods to TCI. Um, just how are you going about that? Oh, they need to go. I mean, as uh, even as from the show perspective, but also I'd like to, in conjunction with that, um, get trainers over and take them on a tour of the facilities that I've been to around here, um, mm-hmm. because there's there's possibly a little bit of snobbery in New Zealand and Australia about what goes on over here. Uh-huh. Um, but then, yeah, what, what now? What what does New Zealand and Australia think about? Americans in the in the tree care industry. Um, there's, a, there's possibly an assumption of general redneckery. Redneckery, um, <laughs> there might be. There, there. But then, I mean, from from what I've seen, from what I've seen on this trip, like there is some serious institutions doing some very serious things, um, mm-hmm. and I have not seen training facilities like this anywhere in Australia or New Zealand. Like our our. Um, our actual training may well be the end product, possibly maybe better, I don't know. But mm-hmm. um, I, I'm extremely impressed with what you guys are doing and what um, Appreciate that. Keith's doing at um, Northwest JATC and so on and so forth. Like, there's a bunch of really good stuff going on, what Hans is doing with yeah. New Jersey Crane. You know, that's, yeah. that's really cool stuff. And then I'd love to see the uh, reciprocal of um, getting a bunch of you guys down under and see how we do things. I would love to come out there. Yeah, so done. Oh, hey, hey, don't bang the table there. too loud. No, I just think <laughs> <that was laughs> they crazy there. That Ooh. was on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> no, in, all, in all seriousness, um, absolutely come down, and I will put together a tour for you. Okay. And we will shunt you around places and things and people. Mm. Maybe maybe we can come down there and uh, um, get a big – so we do something called our master class. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've had our master class here um, in Santa Rosa. The next master class that we're going to be having is in September, and we're going to be partnering up with New Jersey Crane to have it on the East Coast because everybody's been asking. Right. And what that is is we bring in a rock star in the industry. It's a full-day event with vendors, food, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, music, uh, just a one day of people getting together in that area and hearing from these people that, they, that they've seen online and follow on Instagram and things like that, and a full educational training day. I would love to maybe set up a master class in New Zealand (laughs) and have us come there and set something up to be able to teach and train and bring, you know, some of the rednecks, Americans (laughs) over there, the Yanks, uh, to come on your guys' side of the town and uh, uh, teach some courses down there. Well, it probably wouldn't take too much persuading to get some of our – rock star trainers over here if you wanted them at some of your events yeah i think that'd be i think that'd be good to come here a totally different side um and and it might help um improve the local perception of how i mean i mean because it does it does bug me i know there is good stuff that gets done here yeah i mean i've seen what goes on most most kiwis have haven't been over here they only see what's on facebook what's a kiwi Okay, so that's the general term for a New Zealander. Oh, okay. Yeah. Kiwi. Got it's it. also a national bird. It's like this weird flightless thing with a long beak. It's sort of mm. like a, a okay. d- deranged anteater, but really small. Okay, I, b- I better give my New Zealand backstory here. Uh, so basically, <laughs> New Zealand was only birds, no mammals. It was a great place to be a tree, um, I think. Are birds good for trees? I guess they are. <laughs> so anyway, so the birds decide, you know, there's there a big eagle, that uh, the Haast eagle, which I think was like something huge, 10 feet across, something big, yeah. massive, right? It was like double the size of the next biggest one. Yeah, yeah. and um, so it was a really dumb idea to be flying around, so they all decided to just go on the ground. And so the the, um, 
the kiwi just stopped flying, just started walking. A lot of the birds did. Sort of became the mammals because there was none around. So okay. Was, yeah, We've got a so. bunch of flightless parrots kicking mm. around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but unfortunately, the uh, Europeans turned up and thought, well, these forests are way too noisy. And they were, what a waste. You know, let's let's import a whole lot of rats and stoats and everything else to make it more entertaining. And obviously, mm. the birds Goats didn't and do so well. and possums. <laughs> okay. Nice. Yeah. So anyway, that's the New Zealand ecological <clears throat> story in about two minutes. So, uh, <laughs> Well, good. No, it, is, I, it, yeah, it is cool though to admit that apparently the noise from the morning chorus with all the birds singing when they first got there was deafening because it was just a ton of birds. Yeah. Nothing else. There, literally, literally no predators. Really? No. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, we'll no, that'd be good. I would, I would. I would love. I would love to have you know a couple of your guys' trainers to be able to come out there from Australia or New Zealand uh, to come train a class in a course out out here. You know, and vice versa for us to come. And I think by doing things like that, you start connecting the countries and, and working together. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I mean, we got we got a bunch of people over over our way who are extremely experienced with helicopter jobs. Mm. Um, I mean, I, I was on site for one the other day where they were doing it with a Black Hawk. Mm-hmm. Where were we at? Um, that was in Tauranga, which is about two hours south. Where? Tauranga. It's a city about two hours south of Auckland. Which is the main in New Zealand? In New Zealand. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I'm like, I didn't see that local. Yeah, yeah. I know California pretty well. I'm like, I thought you were saying Tahoe. No, no, no. Like, is this the accent? Like Tahoe, because there's a helicopter project going about three hours away from uh, Oakland called Tahoe. Uh, in Tahoe. Yeah, and then no, you're saying so Oakland, Auckland. I was the oh, I could yeah, see yeah, that sorry. was getting oh, pretty. Confused. That was, that was yeah. getting wild. Oakland. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's not like I got an accent. But yeah, um, that was, I believe, well. From what they could work out, it was the first um, normal tree job outside of um, heli logging that mm. had been done with a black hawk, mm. and it was wild. That's awesome. Um, yeah, they eighteen massive trees that um, they couldn't get any heavy equipment to because it was yeah. um, indigenous land and it was sacred, yeah. so you couldn't be any soil disturbance and had to all be chopped out. And they had um, three sets of climbers and three different sets of trees, and so that take a pick out of one while the next climber was getting the next one ready and then yep. yeah just shuttle it in and out and it's but, cool it's, it's on everybody every every tree guy's bucket list is doing a heli job yeah now th- this was one for the books um that they basically brought in the, the bulk of the top climbers from around the country and yeah it was who's like, the best hands down the best baddest ass tree person in New Zealand and Australia. Ooh, this oh, is cool. you're putting, I, I don't want to. I don't want to. Here. I just Ooh, want one name. Tricky. That's it. Well, one. I mean, the current world champ is Scotty Forrest. No, I'm saying on your. Who are you putting out there? Oh, you're as number gonna one. get me in trouble. Who is number one? Oh man. Who's uh, your favorite? Yeah, I don't know. You. This Pete's got so many much love for so many people though. It's just just uh, one Pete. Mm. It's like children choosing between your children right now. Okay. <laughs> okay, Chrissy Spence. Chrissy and and well, no, she's re- she's retired. Mm-hmm. Chrissy um, Spence. She's ex world champ woman. Um, okay. Uh, I think that's your one. Though I think you've. Uh... No, nah, well, I'm, I'm going to take the one back because she is retired. She literally just got burnt out from the industry. Now she works. Mm. On, she works on a dairy farm now. <laughs> okay. Quite literally, she just turns up to climbing comps occasionally and smashes everyone and goes back to the dairy farm. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. I don't know. I don't know. 
You got some friends in Australia quite late, don't you? Yeah, I'm, whoever I say, I'm going to get beaten up by a bunch of other That's people. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. They won't hear this for months down the road, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, or can, next week. You get, can you delete this bit for Australia? Just like... Yeah, maybe. New Zealand, maybe. Yeah. yeah, okay, so... You got the name, just say it. You got it right there in your head. There's so many. Honestly, there are. like Just one. Just one. Oh. Say the first name that comes to your mind. Um, I'm going to go with Alana Murray. Alana Murray. No, Alana. Alana Murray. Alana Murray. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, she's about five foot nothing, uh-huh. and she rocks a 66. Awesome. Um, I first heard of her because she was wearing boots that were three sizes too big for her because she couldn't get boots that fit. She was having to wear like three to four pairs of socks because she's literally, she's tiny. Yeah. And she is just an absolute beast. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, um, because in New Zealand and Australia, we do, um, we do do some boots. Yeah. And it's like, well, it's not too much of a stretch to get boots in really small sizes. You just, Uh so we just hooked her up with some boots. And it's like, that was how I heard of Alana Murray. And then I turned out that she's more or less a national treasure and just a completely wild and crazy person. <laughs> so, some, some, okay. Someone broke into her house and stole her ute, which you guys call a truck, and she came running out the door and jumped onto the tray and smashed the window. What did they was, steal? Her, her truck. Oh, truck. Yeah, yeah they so, call them utes. And, yeah. Oh, oh gotcha. Um, she smashed the window and basically dragged the guy out while he was driving down the road. And right. she's, she's like she's this a beast. tiny person. She's a beast. Yeah. She's just I'm going gonna, gonna to lick her up. Yeah. I'm going to lick her up. Yeah. Mm. No, nah, she's golden. And she's going to hate me for having said that at two. Uh, so. She's going to have to tell her to yeah. go on Two Tree Guys and listen to it because <laughs> I'll post this here in a minute. That's oh, cool. That's cool. Yeah. So, you know, you guys, uh, I, I'm i glad you guys came today, kind of seen the facility. Uh, we got yeah. to see. I got to see you. I didn't get to see you at the uh, Treetopia, which was cool. Uh, but yeah, because Phil only goes to the after party. Actually, doesn't actually go to <laughs> yeah, VIP. Yeah, yeah. I tried to make it there, man. <laughs> Some people said that, and I go, "Look, it is on my schedule right here, eleven o'clock," and I just couldn't get out to come there. Plus, you know, they don't drink throughout the day, and I thought, yeah, what's the point? What's the night. point? Yeah, exactly. exactly. Uh, but you know, I'm excited on the elevated series working with you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna be able to offer some individuals out there some opportunities to be able to train and, and help out their career and help advance, you know, years and years down the road. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that individual that says, Hey, I remember when I won this and I was able to go do this and now look where I'm at. And I think, you know, clogger and the Academy working together to give us that kind of opportunity. Cause we mm-hmm. won't see the fruits of our labor till maybe many years down the road, you mm-hmm. know, for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but having you guys back on the show, having Lincoln come here, tell him to come to California, mm-hmm. come to come hang out with us. Well, he's coming to TCI, so he'll definitely be coming for that trip. Okay, so, uh, he's kind of, kind of busy. Uh, he's the managing director of the company, plus does all the R and D. So he's, no, uh, not he's all the R and D. Well, not all. No, but I mean, you know, heads up. You're in trouble. I know. Sorry, so. uh, leads the R and D team. Uh, <laughs> so we'll, I'll get to meet him there. Yeah, you know. Yes. Yep. Oh no, I think we could probably do a yeah. flyby. Yeah, yeah. Dropping on the ranch. Oh, because and, you come across this way. Yeah, exactly, usually. We, yep. Yeah, we don't generally fly out of LA. Yeah, yeah. And especially for you, you one was it one night only, uh, whatever. Yeah, you can build it up for months beforehand. Okay, and, we, okay. We, yeah, we yeah. specialize in just going random places specifically to go and see people. Mm. Good. I, I, yeah. went, I, went to, <laughs> I went to Seattle specifically to go and see Guilty of Treason. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it was fabulous. <laughs> 
But, you know, having you guys come back here, spending some time with us, of course, we'll have uh, this guy that usually sits to the left of me on the show next time. You know, he definitely has a lot more to add uh, uh, on this. He's quite angry. Very angry character. uh. (laughs) He was mad that he couldn't be here today. He's he's at a softball tournament for his daughter. Oh, I know. know. That that wins. You know, from there. Yeah, I know. I know for that. But, uh, you know, before we ever end, you know, any show, um, you guys being in the industry and being around – uh, the individuals that you're around, there's a lot of things you learned, a lot of wisdom that you have to share. And um, on this show, uh, there's thousands of people that listen to this on a weekly basis. So oh, hey, we're all in trouble. <laughs> you are, you are. You're going to get texts and calls and emails. Yeah, yeah, oops. Uh, but you know what kind of what kind of wisdom or tips from the top that you can share for each one of you uh, to the people that are listening on on the show. Hmm. I, I'm Some not people, sure I've got, I guess, you, I guess this you guys have from nothing. somewhere else, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Are, are you looking for like a, a quote? <laughs> no, no, not no, a quote. Just, a just something yeah. you can give uh, the people that are listening, driving to work right now, getting off work, mm. uh, whatever. It might be on a Saturday afternoon. They're listening to this right now. What kind of wisdom or nugget or gem that you can share with them about? It doesn't even have to be about this industry. It could just be about life in general. It's a challenging one. Respect everyone you meet. Because pretty much, well, every, I, I have proved it that everyone I've ever met has been able to teach me something. Even if it's what not to do. But everyone, if you if you look hard enough, will have something to teach you. That's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, my only one, I guess more my life advice, I don't know. But um, that I, I think, um, it's well, just from browsing, uh, looking at the industry, every, a lot of a lot of people seem to go, you know, there's a lot of people going through tough times at various times. And um, I, I think things, if you get through it, it does get better. I guess that would be the only thing. I think I've had my tough times where I was wondering when the heck this is going to end, you know. But uh, so I'd, I'd just say, uh, you know, keep working at it. And um, hopefully we'll make your life a little bit better with what we're doing. And uh, so, Good, mm. good. It, it does get better. Yeah. It does get better. Mm. I always say the, the sun comes up and the sun will set. You can guarantee that every day, and that's a new day. Yeah, day, yeah. day ends and a new day begins. You got another shot. Eventually, it gets better. It gets yeah, exactly. better, you know, for that. But yeah, yeah. Uh, again, guys, I appreciate you guys coming here and spending some time with us and uh, hearing your guys' story, hearing about your, you know, your product, uh, working closely with us. You know, this just isn't a. Uh, you know, a manufacturer come in and talk to us. I mean, we, we, we've created a partnership of, mm-hmm. of building this mm-hmm. elevated brand and you guys are the first of many, um, um, different other manufacturers and companies and vendors that are going to be able to be a part of this. So I appreciate you guys believing in us, mm-hmm. believing in the idea and working so closely on this and doing what you guys do uh appreciate that you know yeah. from my, for myself and from jared and also from bob yep. he appreciates it but uh you know till next time you guys you're gonna come on and we're gonna bring lincoln and we're gonna do mm, you get cool all the stuff. true we're gonna, accurate answers tell, tell him <laughs> he, he's got to be prepared be oh, prepared i'm gonna ask a thousand questions no be, be warned he is a ultra nerd um, the, the, the day I started at Clogger, he gave me a lecture for three quarters of an hour on zippers. 
<laughs> like solid. It was like every conceivable detail you can think of. It was. Yeah. It was I was just sitting, my brain was. Just, yeah. What the yeah, don't, heck is that? Don't get on to Shane's or standards because that would be a few days to stay. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh, we're gonna yeah. get them on all that stuff. This might be the longest podcast ever. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you guys will be on the show again here soon. So I appreciate you guys. But hey, everybody that's listening, if you like the show, you loved it. If you got something out of it, uh, just don't take. Give back. Share it. Give it out there. And uh, if you guys haven't got a, a pair of uh, the new elevated uh, pair of uh, chainsaw pants, go to Bailey's, go to Tree Stuff, go to uh, Cheryl. Uh, where else can they go and get this? Uh, we're going to get someone. Whoops. Um, RBI, go to Academy, go yeah, wherever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it's everywhere. So go there, yeah, buy yeah. a pair. We want to see you guys wearing this. Oh, you get Whisper? The- Whisper in there? Yeah, you did say Whisper. No, no, I didn't. Wesper, Wesper, Wesper has it. I think Uh, we got them covered now. You guys wear it at the TCI show. Come by our booth. Come visit Clogger out there Mm. uh, because 10% of that pair of pants will go to help somebody uh, to get the education and training that they want, but they cannot afford it for that. And you'll um, look super sick as well. Pretty cool. And sexy. How about we do a, um, we'll come up with like some joint giveaway that if they turn up at the TCI, at TCI wearing their academy pants, we'll have a thing for them. A, a, a drawing they can go and then and yeah, put in for yeah. that yeah yeah okay yeah. anybody there'll be thousands of them turning up by then so, uh, <laughs> there you go <laughs> anybody that wears the pair of pants to the tci show go to the clogger booth and you're going to be able to be, have a special raffle for that uh for that that's Perhaps cool. the greatest like raffle it. ever yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you'll get a t-shirt from once yeah, you guys exactly. Buy it. yeah exactly <laughs> Yeah, we currently have 100 t-shirts roaming the country. We're not quite sure where they are, but... Uh, oh, yeah! Oh, yeah! yeah. Clogger! Yeah. See that? See that? We actually have the, the... The t-shirt is missing is the USA version of that. Oh, so this is the New Zealand version. Yeah, yeah. Special edition. Kind of yeah, we, we dress in black a lot, I don't know. Uh, yeah. So do we, as yeah, you yeah. can see from that. So. <laughs> well, that's the end of the show, guys. Appreciate you guys. Go out there. Continue to elevate the standard of the industry through safety, training, and innovation. Till next time. Yeah. Advance your guard, baby. Advance your guard. (laughs) (laughs) See you guys. Bye. Bye.